Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time. Me. Well, welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern and talking with my co-host. Man, I wish he was in the studio with me. Man, Pastor Ken Keller, Brookside Baptist Church, I got to tell you, the show's a lot easier when you're sitting here next to me laughing at my jokes. <laughs> Uh, Mike, you've always uh, you, you've always been uh, able to get me to laugh. Uh, you love life, man, and that's what I love about Mike McGivern. You also have a great love for the Lord in this show, and uh, I'm so thankful God uh, used you to, to get this thing on the air. I think it's been very uh, very powerful, and I think a lot of folks have uh, have uh, not only enjoyed it but have really seriously thought about their own eternal destiny. And I I just thank you. You do all the work, getting the guests, and uh, do a great job. Thanks. Mike. Well, I, Pastor, I, I do. I, I miss having you in studio, and and you, and you've seen me on the softball field, the basketball field. You know, you've seen me throw a football. That well, you know what? Today's guest, man, she's a, a big time swimmer. I, I I can swim a little bit, Pastor. I can I, swim I, a little I do, bit. I do remember one time you came over and jumped in the pool, and I was like, "Whoo, man, Mike loves swimming." I, I love the water, and 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 her name, just so you know, is uh, Paige Waslowski. She owns a ton of records down in Racine County. She swam at Racine Case. She then went to Pepperdine University and swam, and now she does triathlons. So she's lucky that I just don't have time to come down to the Y in Racine and. <laughs> Well, I'd swim the 50 against her, the 100, whatever, whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just sad I'm not on the phone with her to tell her how, how much she'll uh, smash, Matt, smash hey, you in the water on that one. All man. I, all I need is a little bit of a head start and some fins, <laughs> and you know something that you know those things that like uh, Navy SEALs use when they're underwater yeah, yeah. makes them go jet, fast. Get propelled. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah, I, I would whoop her. Uh, she'd have no shot. <laughs> this is going to be a really fun show, Pastor, just so you know. She's a young lady, um, really active as far as, you know, in her church down in Racine. She's the owner of a marketing company. She created a a, a, a magazine.com. It's called Milk and Honey, and it's for single women. 
And in her spare time, she competes in triathlons. And she's also an author. She's written a number of books. And she's on fire for the Lord, Pastor. And one of the reasons I really wish that that I could have you on the show, her testimony is so powerful. And you, we've had great testimonies yeah. every single oh, we week. Have. And this one for me, really, it's it's wonderful. She, you know, went off to college in, at Pepperdine University in like her sophomore year. She was asked to go to a Bible study, and she was like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I'll join my friends. And and I'll tell you what, one thing led to another. I'm going to let her tell the story when we have her on, but it's really an incredible testimony. And when you think about what's going on with young people sometimes in our world, Paige is, is somebody different. Very comfortable on the air. She's done a lot of podcasts for a couple of my competitors, uh, but she's really comp- uh, she's very very interested and was very excited about doing this show. She knew about the show and she was excited to be a guest. And she used the word honored. And I said, "Well, you obviously don't know Pastor Ken and I because you I don't know how honored <laughs> you'd be to be on our show." But she said, "Mike, I'm not kidding. I'm I'm honored to be asked to be a, a guest on a show like that, and I love what you guys do. So, I'm excited about it. And anytime you can get somebody at that age, you know, 25, 26, 27 years old, where they yeah. they are on fire for the Lord, and I've said this on the show, Pastor, I envy She's got so much time in her life to be able to just, you know, plant the seed and spread the word. Yeah, impact people. And it uh, sounds like she definitely has a, as Tony Dungy said, a platform to to be able to uh, stand before people and, and uh, thank the Lord for what he's accomplished in her life. But yet more importantly, uh, the decision she made to, to trust uh uh, Jesus as their Savior. So uh, yeah, I, I'm anxious to listen to that broadcast. That'll be awesome. Hey, Pastor, in fact, she, uh, she she asked me, she said, where do you go to church again? I said, Brookside Baptist Church. She said, that's a beautiful church. I was just in that, in that building last week um, at an event that we had uh, during the week uh, she was there. Oh, with v- VCY, uh, uh, Jimmy DeYoung was here. Yes. Uh, talk, talking about prophecy, yeah. Yep, and she yeah, said they had almost five hundred and something people, I think, uh, here for that. So, wow, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, I missed her. Yeah, Paige was Paige was there, and uh, yeah, she was impressed. I said, well, I'm the valet driver, so I just so you know, <laughs> I've got five or six, you know, girlfriends every week that I help out. And she said, you have girlfriends? I said, yes, I do. I'll, I'll introduce you to Edna. That's my number one girlfriend right there. And she was <laughs> laughing, and I said, hey, yeah. man, I just, you know what, I just enjoy helping my girlfriends out each week that I'm there. Yeah, well, what cracked me up a few months ago was when Edna said to you she, that your John Deere letter, she's <laughs> writing you a John Deere letter, it's in the mail. Dear dear, <laughs> dear John letter is in the mail. I said, you know, I, my mailman must, must have, uh, you know, he read it and threw it away or something because I haven't gotten <laughs> it. And she said, okay, you're back in. I'll tell you, I, I do enjoy that. Hey, Pastor, with uh, with everything going on, I love the fact that, you know, now we're, we're able to get back in, at least I'm able to get back into the studio and do new shows again. The response from last week's show, just the fact that it was something new and we, you and I did the first segment, um, I got a lot of response from. And a lot of response oh, from people saying, hey, it's great to have you guys back again and, and something new and fresh. And um, look, some of our old shows, we, we get new listeners all the time. 
So it was great for them to hear some of those. But I think it's good, you know, going forward. And we've got a really booked calendar, just so you know. And I'll, I'll talk to you about it on Sunday. We've got next three or four weeks booked with some really good guests, including this week with Paige. Yeah, well, awesome, and I appreciate all you've done with that, Mike. You do a great, great job, and uh, and I'm thankful uh, for the station letting us uh, letting us do this. I mean, I think we're still the only secular sports talk show that has a faith based program. Yeah, I, that like this, you know, there are some yeah. some sports stations that will, you know, they'll they'll sell some time to a church and they'll do a service, but understand, starting, you know, in October, we're starting year seven. Oh wow. And they, wow. they gave us six months, Pastor. You know, we're not quitters, right? There there was a few <laughs> times there. So, yeah, and you've been in the studio when I've thrown my hands up and said, Pastor, I don't know if I can do this. This is early on. Don't know if I can do yeah. this anymore. And you just laughed and you said, hey, I know what's going on. You just don't worry about it. We'll be okay. Keep going. Keep going. And yep. Uh, great encouragement from you. And, and uh, it's been good. Hey, how was it with uh, Kevin and the grandkids at you're, uh, you know, last week you talked about playing Duck, Duck, Goose and how you were cheating and knocking kids down and that. <laughs> how was Kevin well, and the kids? Everybody well, was good? Oh, we, we, we had a great time. And Sunday I share, you know, I usually don't share a lot of illustrations about my family, but we're talking about, uh, you know, these bowl judgments coming upon the earth and the stench and the smell. And I said, you know, God gave us that sensory uh, uh, ability to smell. You know, I said, some have it a little bit better than others. I said, even this past week I come home and, and uh, Finley, my three-year-old granddaughter, comes walking up the stairs from the basement. And she goes, oh, I smell Grandpa. Grandpa <laughs> must be home. And I'm like, I don't even wear cologne. So I, I was wondering, what, what is she meaning by that? <laughs> so uh, people got a kick out of that, and people kept telling me, hey, uh, we can smell you. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Well, I was going to say, that's really the reason you're not in studio here with me. I, I, I figured I'd maybe have a one-on-one -on -one time with you, be able to explain that to you. But no, I really. I walked right into that one. Yeah, I think you know what knows first, brother. That's how you do things sometimes, Pastor. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for your willingness to to do this first segment with me, and and uh, just let people know that head pastor at Brookside Baptist Church. I, I'm there early. If you need help with your car, I could valet. You want to sit with me? Um, Man, Pastor does a great job preaching, and uh, it's just a really good place. If you're looking for a place on, on Sunday, come on over, and uh, we would love to have you. And don't worry if I'm, you know, doing hand signals to Pastor. It's just a thing that him and I do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we'd love to have anybody come. That's awesome. Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside Baptist Church, thank you so much. Uh, I look forward to seeing you soon, and uh, please say hi to Kathy for me. Will do, Mike. Thanks a lot for all that you do. You bet. Uh, right. hold, yeah, hold on one second, Pastor. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, our special guest. Again, she is a former Racine Case Pepperdine University swimmer. She's an author. She owns a marketing company. She's created a magazine.com. And in her spare time, in her spare time, competes with triath in triathlons. Whew, she is busy, but not too busy to join us because she is on fire for the Lord. She is Paige Wesleski. Again, from Racine, looking forward to talking to her. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time. 
covered me Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. Boy, it was good to talk to Pastor Ken Keltner. You know, he is my co-host, but until we can both get back in studio, we'll talk to Pastor Ken at least one segment each of these shows. And I'm excited about today's show. Our special guest, let me just tell you a little bit about her. She's a former Racine Case and Pepperdine University swimmer. She's an author. She's the owner of Image Marketing, creator of MilkAndHoneyMagazine.com, and in her spare time, she competes in triathlons. And I got to tell you, we're going to race in the, in the pool, and she has no idea how quick I am in the 50 or the 100, but she's in for a surprise. I'm only kidding. She's not. She would <laughs> lap me in the 50 if that's possible. Uh, Paige Weslowski, how's that? Pretty close? Oh, that was pretty close. You missed the the name of our company. Our company's Image Management. But oh, I'm so pumped. Image I'm Management. Pumped. Image well, Management I'm or so... Image Damagement. I'd like to say if I took you out in the pool. Well, so Image. I, I... Yes, yeah. Look at you talking smack the first two minutes of Faith in the Zone. Well <laughs> oh, done, Miss Page. Hey, I'll tell you what. Image Management. I see the commercials, and I know a lot about because we we actually are in similar uh, businesses. I sell some digital SEO, SEM. Um, all of the things that you guys do, and I've heard nothing but really good things about your company. Oh, I'm so glad. Thanks. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I get to essentially um, be a storyteller for a living. I work with a lot of companies on building websites and digital marketing, but you know what? I also feel so much joy that I get to tell the greatest story of all, which is telling the story of Jesus. So I'm excited to talk a bit about Jesus tonight, and and, uh, yeah, so image management, I love it, but you know what? That's my tent making, so to speak. Paul from the Bible was a tent maker, but his real job was sharing the good news. And so that's what I like to do as well. Hey, Paige, and, and we're going to get into, you know, your what you did as an athlete and what you're doing as an athlete. Are you able to um, talk about some of this with some of your clients, or is, is it kind of difficult at times? Because in the professional world, sometimes I find it real difficult to be able to talk to some of my clients because it's not something that, you know, they want to talk to me about. So I, I, I certainly um, will honor that, but I, I will do my best to be able to to open the door if they do want to talk about it. Yes, amen. You know what? And it's been an answer to prayer. I've been praying recently that God would bring um, clients that were that were Christians um, that I could talk about Him with, or just um, people that a door could be open that I could bring it up in a way that is um, professional, that I could bring up His goodness and His mercy and His love. And God is faithful. He's so faithful to answer our prayers. And so I'm very honored to, um, you know, work with so many different types of people and organizations and companies, but also to be able to really shine light on Jesus. And sometimes I don't even use words. Sometimes it's just my actions. It's Amen. being servant-hearted. It's being loving. It's being kind. It's really practicing what I'm preaching. So. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. And and I was a, a basketball coach for 36 years and at different schools, and there are different opportunities that you would pray about, and all of a sudden you you would see this door just kind of creak open a little bit, so that you could kind of try to step through it and and softly say, hey, look, let let me tell you about a, a different part of my life, and 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 
you know, where I'm going and what I believe and where I where I was. And and Paige, it's interesting because you get you get a chance to go out and speak quite a bit. And and I've recently, the last number of years since doing Faith in the Zone, have been asked to 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 speak at different churches and different men's groups. And the first time I went out, Paige, I I, I got up and and I I shared my testimony. And when it was done, I said to the pastor, look, I will never do that again. I said, I'm embarrassed about my, my background, and, and, and I, you know what, that will never happen again. And he just kind of shook his head, and he said, really? And I said, yeah. And he said, Mike, uh, let me tell you something. You say on Faith in the Zone that you talk to a lot of people that the worst thing they ever did was steal a candy bar. That was me. <laughs> That's me. He said, you have 270 men out in the crowd right now, and I would bet that there's 50 that are going through the same struggles that you went through a number of years ago. I can't talk to them about that. They won't come Mm -hmm. to me. I've never had a drink in my life. But Mm -hmm. you, they'll come and talk to you. Watch what happens when you try to leave this stage. And I said, Pastor, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Don't talk to me. And he started laughing. I said, don't call me. Don't write. Don't. And I just burst out laughing. I said, well, Pastor, I, I'm just embarrassed. He said, don't be. Sometimes I envy that you have that story. And I said, well, don't yeah. don't envy that for sure. Uh, do you get asked to come out and speak quite a bit? I do. I do. And um, you know what? I want to really commend you on sharing your testimony and being confident in your faith. Um, I've heard it said that our test becomes our biggest testimony. And when we can be honest and open and vulnerable with other people about the different tests that the Lord has gotten us through, or even that we're going through at that time, then that can share and touch a lot of people. And all of us, any of the listeners um, hearing this right now, all of us have a sphere of influence that we can reach, whether that's a little brother or even just a parent, or if it's a company or if it's lots of friends. Um, we all have a sphere of influence that we can individually reach. And I say it so much to so many of my friends that um, that God gives each of us our time, our talents, and our treasures. And so are we being good stewards with that for his glory? Are we sharing his good news? Are we sharing what it is that he's brought us through? And so I want to say that is awesome that you did that. And you know what? It's awesome that you do this show, too, because you're reaching so many people for the gospel, for the good news, and that's eternal. You know, and so I, I just want to say thank you for doing the show. Well, thank you for that. We are in October. We'll start year seven and I yeah, on a secular sports station. And I don't know of any other secular sports stations in the country that do a show like this. But here in Milwaukee, you know, the management here at Entercom said, you know what, try it. And, and one guy who's no longer with the company said, I give it six months. I don't believe that you can do a show like that for six months. And in October, we start year seven. And it's not all been easy. Paige, look, you know, you and I were introduced by an email of a friend of mine that I'm in a fantasy football league with. And Mike said, look, I've got this girl I want you to consider. And it turned out that this week, and I've got the next six weeks booked, and this week opened. And you were kind enough to say, you know what? I'm in. I'm in. And, and you are busy for sure. And, and I just thank you for that. Paige, in the time that we have in the first segment that we're with you, can you talk a little bit about your swimming career and how you ended up at Pepperdine University? I don't know that there's a lot of kids from Racine Case that end up at Pepperdine. Yeah, I grew up as a swimmer. I loved it. And I, I was a fish. I was a fish growing up, and I still am. I'm still swimming every day. But I started swimming when I was 10 years old. I always had a love for it as a, as a little child even, but I started competitively swimming at 10 years old. And by the time I reached high school, I was, I was uh, pretty good. So I went to state all four years, 
I, um, I've got quite a few records, you know, high school, city, and state records in the area, um, and I am a freestyler. So I was a big, big swimmer in high school. That was, but you know what? I, I didn't really truly know the Lord when I was in high school, and swimming was my God. Um, I do feel that the Lord has used my determination and my, my diligence um, and my preparation from swimming to really um, give me a strong desire to share the gospel now. So I do know that he has used that. Um, but I, I didn't truly know the Lord, so I did make swimming my God. Um, but I, I, I was a huge swimmer in high school. And then for my freshman year, I actually went to a school out in New York, big basketball school. You may have heard of it, but it was called St. Bonaventure um, University, a sure. D1 school for swimming. So I went there for, in New York for a year, but then I wanted to trade the snow for the sun. And so I transferred over to Pepperdine, beautiful Pepperdine, outdoor pool overlooking the ocean, palm trees surrounding the pool. Um, and, I, and I thought, you know what, this is, this is what I put those 100,000 hours in for. It was to swim outside the palm trees here. And it was a beautiful, beautiful three years at, at Pepperdine. That's where I found the Lord. And I had a great time on the swim team there. And uh, my, my specialty was the 500 freestyle. Wow. 500 freestyle. And I'm still, like I mentioned, I, I'm still swimming today. I was in the pool this morning. I'll be there tomorrow morning early. I'd love to have you come with me and swim, and you can you can really show off those skills that you're so confident to brag about. Hey, but, I'll t- um, I'll t- Paige, you know, I, I'm telling you, I'm an old grandfather of four grandsons. You want no part of this, boy. You know what? You want no part of this. I, I'll tell you what. I'll get in the pool, and I'll get whooped. But I'll try hard. I love swimming. It's it's one of the my most favorite things to do. And I'll tell you what, I'll join you at 7.30 tomorrow if you'll join me at 4.45 at this burn boot camp that I'm going to out in Waukesha. Oh, you got it. You can put me that. You can, yeah, you can bet that I'll be there. Four, four, four 4.45 a.m. and it's no joke. I, I didn't know what I was getting into, but I've, I've been, uh, I've been trying to hang in there and I'll be there tomorrow morning at, at 4.45. It's a half hour from my house. And you got to get there 15, 15 minutes early to stretch, which means I've got to get out of my house by 4, which means i got to get up by 3.30, you know, clean myself up a little bit, try to get a cup of coffee, and then get going. So I, I appreciate your dedication, and, and the, I, I understand how hard it is to be, a, to be a swimmer at the level that you're at. I mean, you were nationally ranked. Um, as a, as a in your in youth swimming, you then went on to St. Bonaventure and then on to, to Pepperdine in in Malibu, California, where I've got to understand that the the best of the best, right, uh, out in that area, people get to swim all year round outside, and the competition must have been incredible when you got there. Yeah, it sure was. And hey, you know, 4:45 a.m. tomorrow at Burn Boot Camp, that brings up a story, a college swimming story about 4:45 a.m. It was my first day at St. Bonaventure swimming, and um, we were supposed to be at practice at 4.45 a.m. every day. And the first practice I got there, what time did I get there? 4.46 a.m. Oh, no. I was a minute late. Oh, I was in for it. And I had to stay after practice for 10 minutes, and for the full 10 minutes, I had to do a wall sit. And wall sits, one minute is hard. Two minutes is hard. 10 minutes, oh, Oh. that's not easy. (laughs) Not easy. And so I learned my lesson. I was getting there at... At least 4.44 a.m. <laughs> yeah, you, you were never late for another practice, I bet. No, sir, I was not. Do you know, sir. Paige, what I did as a basketball coach is, um, let's say that two kids would show up 10 minutes late. I would say, are you guys ready? Or girls? Because I coached girls for a couple of years. Yep, we're ready. I'd put two chairs at half court, and I'd tell the two kids that were late to sit down. 
I'd grab a yeah. newspaper. I'd say, hey, read the newspaper. Obviously, being on time is not important to everybody else on the line. You guys owe me 10 line drills, and you're going to do them in under 30. And they would be like, are you kidding me? We didn't do that. What about them? No, don't worry, don't worry about it. If you don't like it, deal with it in the locker room. You guys yeah. sit down. And the two kids sitting there are begging, please let us do the running. Nope, you're, these guys are going to run because you're late. Those kids yeah. were never late again, ever. And yeah. nobody would be late. Once they found out that they were the ones that are not going to have to do the work, but they're gonna, their friends are going to have to do it, and their friends are going to talk to them in the locker room about don't you dare be late again, it certainly worked really well. When I was at Calvary Baptist, I did that on the girls' team, and a mother called me and said, is that biblical? I said, yes, it is. She said, can I ask where? I said, I'm not sure. I'll find it. I'll get back to you. I haven't gotten back to her yet because I'm not quite sure it's biblical or not, Paige. But that, you know what? It worked. It definitely worked. Hey, as we continue to talk with Paige, she's not only all the things we talked about, but she's an author. And we're going to talk about a book that she wrote. She's written three books. And you can find them, uh, Amazon.com, Goodreads.com, a number of ways to find them. But the one we will talk a little bit about is Finding Your Prince. And again, you can you can find this on Amazon.com, Goodreads.com. We will also talk to her a little bit about MilkAndHoneyMagazine.com. It's Milk in the, the, the uh, letter N, HoneyMagazine.com. And we'll talk to her a little bit about that. On the other side of the break, I'm going to ask her for her testimony. And I want you to hang in there. Because this testimony that I found out a couple nights ago put goosebumps in my arms and tears in my eyes because I think it's just a wonderful story about how the Lord works. Our special guest today, and she's a good one, she's Paige Waslowski. She is the owner of Management, Mar Image Management, the creator of Milk and Honey Magazine and all kinds of stuff. And you can find her books, again, three of them. But the one we want to talk about, Finding Your Prince, uh, Amazon.com, Goodreads.com. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brain Balance of Megwan. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 F of the Fan. I'm Mike McGivern again, our special guest. She is a Racine native. She swam at Racine Case and at Pepperdine University. She's an author. She's an owner of a company. She is a creator of a, a magazine.com. It's creator of milkandhoneymagazine.com. And in her spare time, she, is, she competes in triathlons. She's an impressive young gal. And I asked her during the break, I said, your parents must be really proud. She laughed. She said, yeah, I think so. They are because they work really hard as well. And, and they're strong believers, too. She is Paige Weslowski, again, from Racine. Hey, Paige, this segment, we'd like to talk to people about their testimony. And if you could share your testimony with us, I'd really appreciate it. Oh, I would appreciate sharing it. Thank you so much for, uh, for having me on the show again. And, yeah, I, I would love to share about how the Lord has worked in my life. And it really, that's exactly what it is. It's the Lord. It's not me. It's the Lord. He's just so good. He's so good to call me his daughter. But um, but like I shared in the first segment, I grew up with swimming as my God. So I was swimming, 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 hours and hours a day. Um, and it, it was it was great because I, I ended up, um, you know, very fast. And I ended up ended up paying for my, my college. But um, 
but that was the wrong God. It was the wrong God. It was a little case G God. It wasn't an uppercase G God. I had the wrong thing truly on a pedestal. And so um, when I was in college, my freshman year out at St. Bonaventure, it was, um, a, it was it was a party school. I'll admit it. It was a party school. And, um, and you know, being an athlete, um, that was, um, I, I kind of went along with the crowd. And so I was in, in the party scene, I'd say. And um, and I ended up transferring over to Pepperdine my sophomore year over in Malibu. Beautiful school, beautiful school, um, but I still didn't know the Lord. I was living for myself, and you know what it was? One of my, I was in a sorority when I was in college as well. Um, one of my sorority sisters invited me to a chapel service, and I didn't know the Lord, but I said yes. It was a Sunday night, and I saw other young people actually at church because they wanted to be there. They were raising their hands in worship. And they were so on fire for Jesus, and I had never seen anything like that before. And that's when I realized the Lord really allowed the scales to fall off my eyes, and I realized this is for real. I need to say yes to Jesus. This is exactly what I've been searching for. This is the God that I want to serve. And I want to not make um, Jesus the God that I call God, the real true God, but Lord over my life and my true Savior. And so um, I and I asked that same sorority sister to um, take me out, out outside um, after the, the service and in the parking lot. I accepted Jesus oh. fully in my heart. And you know what? I, um, I, I felt the Lord really strip a lot of me in that moment, but also fill me up so much. And so I had never felt so empty, but yet so full at the same time. And um, even at that moment, and this kind of ties in with if we talk about my book, Finding Your Prince, but um, I was I was dating someone at the time, and he was tall, dark, and handsome, exactly, you know, that we had talked about uh, getting married after after graduation, and the Lord told me, he said, go and break up with that man, and you make me um, your, your boyfriend, your husband, your God, and, um, and focus on me. And so I left that parking lot, drove straight to his condo, and broke up with him with tears in my eyes, and I said yes to God. And I was 20 years old. I was a, uh, I was a, a junior. Um, it was September of my junior year at Pepperdine. I said yes to him, and I have not turned back. And so now I'm 28 and I'm, I'm still saying yes to him. And it's a daily grind. It's a daily, um, it's a daily battle. But you know what? I'm in it for the long haul, and I'm in it to to save souls. And so um, I, I feel like my story is a little bit um, like like Peter's. And so Peter from the Bible, he was a fisherman, and um, the famous quote that I will um, make take you from being a fisher fisherman to becoming a fisher of men. Right. And I feel like the Lord did that with, especially like with my swimming and with my life. I'll take you from swimming for medals for being a, a swimmer of souls. And so swimming fast and running, swimming the race to, to win souls for, for the kingdom of God. And when we have an eternal perspective as opposed to an earthly perspective, that shifts everything, that changes everything. And when I recognize that medals may be great, triathlon medals or swimming medals, that may be all well and good, and I've got boxes of them. But can I take those with me to heaven? No, I cannot. The one thing that I can take with me to heaven is other people other people. I can tell them about the goodness of Jesus. I can tell them about what he's done in my life. And because of that, I can, I can, I can be open and honest about his goodness and his love and his light. And so that one day I'll stand before him and I'll hear those coveted words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. And so that's what I'm striving towards. And, um, and it, like I mentioned, it's, it's a daily grind, but, but so is being an athlete. And sometimes um, sometimes we, as an athlete growing up, I wouldn't want to wake up for 4.45 a.m. practice. I wouldn't want to have a swim after school again, and I wouldn't want to eat healthy, or I wouldn't want to, you know, skip the football game because I had a swim meet the next morning. 
And you know what? That's like our Christian life sometimes, too. Sometimes I don't want to read the Bible. Sometimes I don't want to have to be kind and nice. Sometimes I don't want to pray. But the Lord tells us that it's not—he he tells us that the, the, the door is narrow. Enter through the narrow door. The, the journey can be difficult, but it's, it's worth it. And anything worth having is worth it, you know? And it's not even me. It's not me, and I'm not earning anything. I'm not earning my salvation because Jesus did it all on the cross. But really saying yes to him, even when sometimes I don't want to, just like an athlete has to train themselves and say yes when they don't want to, that's really the key. And so I'm so grateful for my swimming upbringing um, because of uh, how it's helped me in my faith. So, Paige, I'm, I'm, uh, I have tears coming down my cheek. And this happens every once in a while in this show, but I'm so proud of you. I just am, and and we have not met in person, but I promise you that we will. And I just, that's exactly what this show is, is supposed to be about. We talk a little bit of smack. We talk a little bit about sports. But what you just said in that five or six minutes um, is for people that are listening, understand that and the name of your friend that that brought you to that Bible study, to the chapel. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Caitlin. You know, so, Kate, Caitlin. I yeah. I I look, Caitlin, to have the guts and the courage to ask you to come, and to have you show up and then talk to her after like that. I'm sure that she just. You know, it was like, oh, my goodness, you know, thank God. Thank you for, for, for having Paige in my life. And you know what? I thank Caitlin. I'll never meet Caitlin, but I thank her. If I meet her in heaven, I'll say, you know what? You uh, you did good. You did good yeah. because what you did, Caitlin, in Paige's yeah. life has has just affected so many people's lives here in, in Wisconsin and certainly throughout the country. So thank you for that. And what a, what a great testimony. Let me ask you, how— how was your your swimming and your life changed then the next day? But yeah, obviously you broke up with your boyfriend. But I'm wondering, did you continue to compete hard in swimming? Did you? I mean, how was your life changed then after that? You know what? Yeah, God is just so good, and I continued to swim hard. I continued to um, to you know go to practice early and and put in everything that I could. Um, but I was now swimming for the Lord, and I just had a new perspective. I really did. And all my teammates and all my friends, they saw that something was different. They noticed that I was bringing my Bible to swim meets and reading in between my races, and they noticed that I wasn't going out to um, you know, to, to parties anymore. I was, I was um, you know, going to, to church services. And God really shook my life for, for the better. And so I am just so grateful for everything that he's done in me. But, um, but yeah, I, I definitely was changed. And, you know, I actually have a pretty cool story, too, um, speaking about, about swimming right after that. So I remember I was, at a, I was at a swim meet, and it was an overnight meet. I think it was at Cal Poly. And, um, and so it was North, North California. I was up there, and I was spending the night in a hotel with one of my other swim meet or one of my other swim mates. And, um, and I was reading the Bible, laying in, in, it was, you know, two beds in the room. I was laying in my bed reading the Bible. And she asked me, she said, what's, what's that all about? What are you, what are you reading that for? And I, I shared a little bit about how God had worked in my life and how um, I was now living for him. And she really opened up to me. She really shared, you know, I feel like I'm in a, you know, a really hard spot and I feel like I just need God. And I just feel like I've got problem after problem right now. And we prayed. And you want to know what? She was a 50 freestyle swimmer. The 50 is there and back. It's the shortest race. Um, and she swam that race three times the following day. So she swam it for prelims. She swam it for finals. And she swam it on a relay. And you know what? She went the exact same time, all three races, down to the millisecond. 
that it may be a short race, but that does not happen. And so her time, I can't remember exactly. It was 24, you know, something. Let's say it was 24:19 or 24, you know, whatever. Um, but down to the millisecond. And afterwards, we were in the hotel again um, the next night. And she said, "Isn't that funny? Isn't that weird that I got the same time on all three of my races?" And the Lord just spoke through me. It wasn't me, but I said, "Maybe we should look up that Psalm. Look up Psalm 24." And I, I, I wish I had the yes. exact um, Psalm right now. But we looked it up, and it said, um, "My problems go from bad to worse." But, Lord, you can save me from them all. That's what it said. And she oh. burst into tears. And she said, oh, my word, the Lord just spoke to me. And this was a girl that was not a Christian. She told the wholesome team. She told her whole family. She told everyone that weekend about how God had spoken to her. It was crazy. So, God, that was so cool for me to see that. You know what? God is in control even of our swimming. Yes. Even of our swim race. 100%. He's in control. He's in control of everything. And so when we—and it reminds me of that verse. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all else will be added unto you. Give everything that you have to him, work hard, and he will take care of you, and he will speak to you. And so um, that, that was just such a cool story that happened right after I got saved that had to do with swimming that oh. I thought was just so awesome. Amen to that. What a, That's a wonderful story. Hey, in, in the short amount of time we have in this segment, can we talk a little bit about Milk and Honey Magazine? And, and it's the number one Christian women's blog for 20-something-year-old women. And, and I'm wondering how that started. You created this. And talk a little bit about that and how people can get to, to that website. Yes, yep. So it's milkandhoneymagazine.com. It's the letter N. So milkandhoneymagazine.com. And you know what? Like we talked about earlier, I work at, um, I, I, my, my, my parents started Image Management. It's a website and digital marketing company about 20 years ago. And I've been there now the last six years um, as, as a co-owner. And it's been so much fun. But you know what? It makes me think of that story in the Bible about how, um, with what God gives us, are we being good stewards? And so it reminds you of the story of one man was given one talent, one was given two, one was given five. And it makes me think, am I burying what God's given me or am I doubling that? And so I want to take this opportunity of being with this company, of this web development company, and I want to double it, triple it, quadruple it for the kingdom of God. And so I love to write, and I know that a lot of other young women do as well. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to create a website that especially working at a website company that can shine light on what the Lord is speaking to other women so that they can share the good news of Christ and how he's working in their lives. And so I've had hundreds of women write articles, and it is for, um, you know, 20-something women, but just women in general, as I'm a 20-something woman. And, um, and it's been really fruitful and cool to see that when you say yes to God, he will use you, and that when we can allow other people to have a platform, just like you have with this radio show. You highlight other people where they can share the good news of Christ. It's incredible. Um, but but that can have really strong ripple effects. So it's been really amazing to be able to um, create that platform for women to, to write about Jesus. It's Milk and Honey. So it's milk, the letter N, honeymagazine.com. Go to that milkandhoneymagazine.com. And again, I, I think you will just be really impressed with with what Paige does, how she goes about her her day, her business, uh, check out that website, and I think you'll enjoy that. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, I, I wish we had more time because I'd love to talk to her about the missionary trip that she had taken. But we're going to talk a little bit about this book that she wrote called Finding Your Prince. She's written three of them, 
And we'll talk a little bit more about finding your prince because it fits a little bit better, I think, with Faith in the Zone. And we'll continue with uh, Paige Wasilowski. Again, she's a former Racine Case grad, uh, Pepperdine University, sw swam all over the place, all over the country here in, in this state. She's got a lot of records, and she has no idea how embarrassed she'll be if I show up at that pool. And I'm, I'm not, right. I have absolutely no chance here, but I'm going to give it a shot, maybe. And also, <laughs> Image Management It's a great company doing really good work. We'll continue with her on the other side. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. I'm so impressed with our guest. She's she's young and she's getting, she's doing a lot of work and she's doing the Lord's work here in in Southeast Wisconsin, Racine, Milwaukee area. Uh, Paige Wisleski is a competitive swimmer for a long time and swam at Racine Case and Pepperdine University. And she's an author. Three books. We're going to talk about one of her books. Uh, the first book I think was Nantucket's Charm, a screenplay. Uh, she's also written Grow, uh, Grow Up, Growing uh, Your Business and Yourself. But the one I want to talk about today with her is Finding Your Prince. Um, talk a little bit about Finding Your Prince, uh, if you would. And, and as we're doing that, it is available on Amazon.com, Goodreads.com, and a lot of places that you would buy books called Finding Your Prince. And let's talk a little bit about the thought process behind that book. Yes, I would love to. Thank you. Thank you so much. For your kind words. And yes, I wrote Finding Your Prince, and um, I wrote it for my 15-year-old self. And so Prince, what does that represent? That represents Christ, finding Christ. And so a lot of the book, I share my testimony about how the Lord really worked in my life. And, um, and you know, a big portion of the book also, I wrote it for young women, is for them to wait for the right person in life. And I feel like the world can be tough for young women today. Young women are told, especially with social media becoming taking such a big um, uh, portion of, of young girls' um, days and, um, and thoughts, is um, girls think that they need to look a certain way, act a certain way, or, um, or have certain things in order to be worthy. And I was once one of those girls that fell victim to those fabricated lies. And so I once thought I had to um, be stick skinny in order to be worthy. I once thought that I needed to have a boyfriend in order to be loved. And, and I wanted to really um, shine light on how, on how those were, were not true in light of the gospel, that when we say yes to Jesus, we become, we become his all in all. And we realize we were that the whole time, that we are the apple of his eye, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in the Lord. And so I wanted to share that with young women to help them know that, yes, Jesus loves them. He has a plan for them. And when we say yes to him, he'll take care of all the details. And so, yes, growing up, I thought that I had to um, fit a specific mold in order to um, get the stamp of approval from the world. And then I realized that that stamp of approval from the world, that's not what I'm 
I'm striving towards. What I'm really striving towards is the stamp of approval from the Lord, the Lord Jesus. And so he is the prince that I was searching for all along. And you know what? I just heard um, or I just read a verse in the Bible the other night. I was reading in Psalm uh, Psalm 43, I believe it was, and it said, I go, I go to the altar of the Lord, and he is the source of all my joy. And so the source of all my joy. And so when we're striving and searching for what it is that, that we think can fill us, and, and we realize that it can't, that's because the Lord himself, Jesus, he is the one that is the source of our true joy. And when we say yes to him and we allow him to become our joy, capital J, joy, then we realize that we're in the right place. And we realize that, that he is the one that we've been searching for this whole time. And yeah. so I wanted to write that for young women, and I'm so glad that I did. And so thank you for bringing up that yeah, You bet. And, and for the coaches that, that listen to the show, for the men that listen to the show, if you have a daughter, you have a niece, right? It, look, we as, 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 as grown men sometimes don't understand, and, and we talk about this, about, you know, boy, my daughter turned to be 14 years old, and I don't know her anymore. I don't understand her. She's saying things that I just don't. She's going through things in her life that I don't understand. Well, you know what? If you want to help her, yep. pick up this book. This is perfect. Think about what Paige just talked about, guys. She said, look, I tried. That's that's what I thought I had to be. I had to be thin. I had to have a boyfriend. I had to have the world accept me. And you know what? I, I, I would assume at 15 you get a pimple and you think the world's going to end. And that's not the case. And she wrote this for your daughter, your niece, your granddaughter. Um, so the, 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 the people that are listening to this show, do yourself a favor. Go to Amazon.com. Godreads.goodreads.com, uh, excuse me. Amazon's a perfect spot because everybody's doing Amazon now. Amazon.com, finding your prince. And look yeah. that book up. And it's, it's, look, it's really reasonable. And it, what a great gift it would be to hand that to your daughter and say, or your granddaughter and say, look, I might not understand what you're going through, but I know somebody. I heard somebody who might. And yeah. take a look at this book, read it, and let's have a discussion. Buy two of them. That way you can read it, she can read it, and then you can you can discuss what it has to say. Hey, in the short amount of time, we have four minutes left, and I, and I have a couple of things to talk to you about. If, if I asked you your, your, your best moment as an athlete, your best moment, like when you, th- when you close your eyes and say, boy, you know, I really, that's kind of when it all came together for me, and, and what a great accomplishment. What would you say to that? Yeah, you know what? When I close my eyes and I think of my best moment, I could think of the time I, I got the state record, or I could think of the time I was told I'm getting a full ride to a D1 school, or there's a lot of a lot of really big moments that I could I could think of. But you know the one that I want to share? It was when I was a freshman in high school. I was a freshman in high school, and I was at sectional swim meet, and I was swimming the 200 freestyle and the 500 freestyle. And there was one girl that I was hoping would not be competing in those races because she was really good and she was known as the beast. So this was my first sectional swim meet of high school. It was at Bradford High School in Kenosha. And I was hoping and praying that she would not be in it because if she was not in it, then it was going to be smooth sailing to state. And guess what? I got there. I looked at the heat sheet and who was in both of the races, not just one, but both the beast. And so I was so nervous, more nervous than I've ever been in my whole life. 
I remember being behind the blocks for the 200 freestyle. I was so scared. I looked up at my parents in the stands. They had their, they had, you know, gave me a thumbs up, but I thought, oh man, this is going to be tough. And you know, there's very few races that I can actually remember swimming in the actual race. I can actually remember my thoughts swimming in the race and that 200 freestyle, I can remember every millisecond of it. And guess what? At the very last leg, the very last 25 yards, I took out, I took, I took off as fast as I could, kept my head down, didn't even breathe, and I ended up winning. Oh. I ended up winning, and I ended up winning the 500 freestyle too. Both of our relays won, and we, I went to state four events as a as a freshman in high school, and I ended up doing pretty good at state too. And so that that was my best moment, just because it, it meant so much to me, and um, and I was able to really overcome even just as a little freshman, as you know, 14 years old. But that is the, that's the moment. It wasn't one of the bigger moments when I was 18 or in college. But, um, but I love that as a 14 year old. And so that's a moment I'll never forget as a swimmer. That's beautiful. Paige, I, I, the second question that I had, we don't have time. So when we have you back, I'm going to ask you to be ready for this. Was it easier for you to walk worthy in the locker room at Pepperdine after accepting Jesus Christ, your personal savior, or was it easier for you to walk worthy outside of the locker room? And we're going to start with that question. The next time we have you back, which is going to be in probably six to eight weeks, because I have so much material that I never got to because she's just so engaging. Again, you heard about this book and, and I would highly recommend if you have a, a granddaughter, a daughter, a niece, somebody in your life who's in that that age, that you know, sixteen to twenty-three year old, I think probably maybe even younger. I, I'm thinking thirteen, fourteen, but that's just me. Um, Finding your prince is the name of the book, and you can find it at Amazon.com. Um, Paige, thank you so much. I just uh, really appreciate your time, your willingness to get up on the mountaintop like you have and share. Amen. Thank you so much for having me. And one last thing I want to share with your listeners, that Jesus is so good. Jesus is so good, and he has done so much in my life. And so I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful, Mike, that I was able to share about what he's done in my life, and I'm excited to continue to live for him every single day. So thank you again for having me. You're welcome. She is Paige Wesolowski. Again, she's an author, a swimmer, and got a lot going on. And certainly at Image Management, they are happy that she is uh, one of the owners and her family does a great job there. Guys, thanks a lot for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? For certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.